everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. I am very excited because this trio that you see in front of me is a music group. Um, I have Caleb, Cody, and Hannah Voth with me today, and they are going to introduce themselves and we're going to get to know them and their music today. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. We're going to start off with something <laughs> funny. Our, uh, our name is actually Voth. Um, and we had to one time correct um we had a big show and we're walking up on stage and the guy's like so your name what is it like it's both 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 said it like 10 times didn't even say both like both like we gave him another word like this he kept saying both both he's like got it he walks on stage and he's like so excited to announce got it and we're like Amazing. So, uh, oh, he even wrote on his, he had a cue card and he even wrote. His secretary was like telling him as we were walking on stage. She was like, so we get it pretty much every time we perform. So So that was a fun fact for you. Yes. So I am Caleb Voth and this is my sister. I'm Hannah Pepin, but I am a Voth. I'm married now. Yes. And I'm Cody Voth. And we make up our trio. trio. We do country <laughs> music. Um, we're from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and started our journey years ago. And Cody and I made our way out to Nashville about two years ago. And we are writing country music full time. We're playing shows full time. It's really turned into something I think that we only thought we would dream of. And now it's yeah. a reality. Yeah. When, when, before we got on and we started recording, I had said y'all had had a busy day because today kicked off CMA Fest. And of mm-hmm. course you guys performed at CMA Fest earlier today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you guys have truly had uh, <laughs> a busy and exciting day in Nashville. Yeah. 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 We got to perform at a little spot on Music Row today um, for people kind of helping to even put on CMA Fest and yeah like sponsors and the banks that are involved with it um so it was, it was perfect beautiful day here in nashville so we had a great time and it's crazy like years ago we came here and visited and weren't even sure what really what we were doing um we kind of thought we wanted to do country music but didn't really know and we found ourselves smack dab in the middle of cma fest <laughs> mm-hmm. we didn't even we didn't even no clue was going on it's like happening. the biggest yeah. week here we no so clue. we were like what is going on there's lines everywhere and someone's like it's cma fest and we're like amazing so <laughs> now to be able to play a show and and be a part of it was really cool and it yeah. was just kind of a full circle moment for us awesome very cool now what is the age range here who is the oldest who's the youngest you want to guess no oh, i just gave it away <laughs> i'm the oldest so we have an older brother Okay. Yeah, we have an older brother, and he's probably more talented than any of us. He's a drummer, <laughs> and he fills in every now and then, but obviously he's not here with us. Um, and then it's me. I'm 32. Okay. I will be 30 in July. Okay. And I'm 26, so I'm the baby of the, baby. Of the group. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm the oldest, so I could tell. I was like, I'm pretty sure she is the oldest because I just feel... Yeah. <laughs> we, we connected yeah and i was yeah. like you can always tell who the older uh-huh. sibling is uh-huh. and for some yeah. reason, like you can just tell um so i i had to ask to clarify first yeah 
She's the oldest and only girl, so um, nice. yeah. she keeps us in check for sure. I'm and sure really, because I don't have it down. Somebody, somebody's got to do it, right? <laughs> the band idea was was really hers. Like I, yeah. I was in college and writing music for nobody but really just myself and kind of just just seeing what I could do and I came back and she's like let's I was home having babies <laughs> yeah and yeah. she's like let's make a band and very cool we're like what and and we talked about it for a bit and we recorded some music and put it out and people loved it and we're here today because of it so it's pretty cool yeah very cool. Now, did you guys grow up? I want to take it back to the very beginning of music for you guys. Did you guys grow up in a musical household? Where did that, where did music kind of start for you guys? Yeah. So our parents are pastors and they're still currently pastors. So we grew up in the church and was just kind of thrown right into it all um, from singing at church to on our fireplace at home and very much a diverse like musical home like we were raised on obviously christian music but country and gospel and folk and rock and sinatra and all kinds of stuff and um our parents just encouraged us to always be in some music arena whether that was playing music or choir but we always did it together too it was just like let's go ahead and I mean we weren't like necessarily like a southern gospel like quartet <laughs> yeah. but we always did music together since it was just a natural avenue of being in a church and now what I really want to know because you guys have been in music for for a good amount of time what were your first inspirations kind of in the music world when you first started and what are they today? We're all different. I, I mean, Hannah, you start and we're, we're all kind of, we all make up a very melting pot of things that we okay. draw from. Yeah, I think as a little girl, I've always been inspired by Alison Krauss. My dad used to, we'd go on drives and um, blare the music, roll the windows down, sing that. Um, and then as I've gotten older, I have a lot. I, mine is kind of Oliver. Celine Dion. I mean, <laughs> yes. Celine Dion, I, I can sing every one of her songs. She um, can. Yeah. I, it, it's really broad. And I, I would say now I really look up to Lady A, Hilary Scott. I feel like she's really, I love how she's bold about her faith mm -hmm. and has stayed true to her roots in country music, but also is able to jump out and do Christian She's a full-time mama. She's married. So um, she's probably an inspiration right now that I really, I look up to. Yeah. Lady Annabelle was the first concert I ever saw. So they will forever oh, cool. be my, my yeah. biggest piece of my heart. So yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. Yeah, they're amazing for sure. I think for me, um, we grew up on like John Denver, like a lot of like old like mm -hmm. folk, like John Denver stuff. Fun fact, our dad sang any song to my mom on their wedding day so yeah 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 uh like old like roger miller who's like yes. an old country guy um slowly though it evolved like i john mayer is like a staple for me like to this day like i listen to everything he puts out um yeah. kings of leon for me like a rock kind of band and then um a weird one not weird but that throws in the mix i listen to a lot of the 1975 um and then we write country music so none of those are like in the vein really but i like how each of them 
how they write and tell a story yeah. even in their songs and that's really what country music is too is just telling yeah. a story um so i think what makes us strong is drawing from a bunch of different genres yeah. and kind of making it our own mm -hmm. and our own sound absolutely absolutely yeah i i mean anyone oklahoma has so many country artists and legends and so i think i grew up I was one that like, I loved American Idol and all that and wanted to be on those shows. So I just feel like Oklahoma has amazing like vocalists too, from like Vince Gill, um, Carrie Underwood. I mean, all those people were always fun just to see come out of Oklahoma and be some of the biggest names. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, Vince Gill, Carrie Underwood, Rascal Flats, we grew up with. Mm -hmm. um, and then Alan Stone is one that I love listening to like, I just he vocally I I I love lo listening to just like pure vocalists and what they do with their voices mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, try to mimic it but can't <laughs> quite always do it. but um, yeah so again just kind of a, a a mix between all of us and it makes a good um, like writing session like when the yeah. three of us are together because Hannah brings to the table she's been she's current I mean she's married she's got three kids so she's lived in a whole different kind of mindset of life even than we've even touched Cody and I are single so like never been married so when we come and write a song we each bring not only our own life experiences but yep. different stages of life different mm -hmm. tastes and music mm -hmm. which when you throw it in mm -hmm. it can make a pretty cool song when everyone's absolutely. just pulling from different areas Absolutely. It truly, I mean, to your point, it truly is a melting pot. Like that is the perfect term to kind of describe mm -hmm. all of the different inspirations you guys have, which is really cool. It, it really is because um, not one of you are the same. And I think that's what makes you guys you. So I think that's pretty powerful. Yeah. yeah thanks. Yeah. Thank you. I want to know that feeling that you guys get when you step up on that stage. Like what, can you describe it at all? Is there like even a word to be able to describe it? I I mean, I again, I think we're all different in this way. Like now having each other is such a comfort and that's like our normal. And so being up there together, um, I always say I kind of like, I kind of, as we're getting prepared doing sound check, getting on stage, I kind of like zone out. Yep. And then, you know, I'll be nervous depending on the, the venue. But then once I get that first you note, know, once we start singing, it's just, it's fun and before we know it, the show's over. So um, I wanna say I get crazy nervous anymore really, but um, yeah, I kind of get in my zone and kind of quiet out a little bit and <laughs> prepare. I know for me, it depends on the, the crowd. Like yeah. sometimes if, if you're in a crowd that is anticipating you and are there to see yeah. you, yeah. it is so easy to just walk up and I mean, they love everything that you sing. You could be singing something totally off, but they just like you. So they're like, this is awesome. Um, so when we go to shows that are like our gigs, like where people come to see us, it is, I feel just like on purpose. Like you step on stage right. and I'm like, this is what I was created to do. Like not nervous at all. <laughs> but then there's some rooms you step in where the people are there to merely like, not criticize you, but like, show me what you got. And they sit yeah. back sort of, and you're like, tough crowd. And you have to really perform where, where I don't feel like when we're with our people, we have to like put on a show. Like right. we just be ourselves and like talk and just 
whatever. But if we're having to win people over, it's a little bit more work than normal. And so I get a little nervous for those more like tunnel vision business focus. Like they can tell you like, it just like, I just get in this where I'm like, okay, this is what we have to do. Um, but when it's like people that we know and love, it's super easy. Yeah. For me. I feel the opposite sometimes. Cause I think the people <laughs> we know and love are at times our worst critics and like, yes. I'm like, Oh my gosh, they're, you know, really into this for sometimes those tougher crowds. My mindset is I don't, I don't know these people, you know, I'm going to, I'm not nervous, but yeah. Yeah. It still is. I think any stage we've been on and we have many more that we have dreams of being on yeah. it it's that initial like oh my gosh I'm doing like it's just that excitement like I get yeah. to do this mm -hmm. we're, we're literally doing this you know sometimes yeah. it feels weird to be like wait we're the show mm -hmm. like like mm -hmm. like really because sometimes you feel yeah I don't care I, we've got to talk to some people who have you know done this for years like I don't I don't care how qualified and how long you've been doing it. Like it still feels like, I don't know, like you're just, you're like, people are here to hear us. Mm -hmm. Like, and you never want to take it for granted. And yeah. I don't think you've ever arrived either. Right. So like, we're, right. we're never stepping on that stage being like, we're good. Like mm -hmm. we got this, mm -hmm. like, we're always challenging each other. I mean, like, yeah. guys, we're here. Like, yeah. we're on the stage today mm -hmm. and if it's the last stage we play like amazing but like we've we never want to feel like we've just like made it and then just like chilled out so it's always for me every stage is equally challenging to, right. to be like yeah. who can we win over today mm -hmm. what message do we need to yeah. you know communicate today because we feel like we have a deeper purpose than just country music mm -hmm. it's it's mm -hmm. beyond that for us and so we're very intentional where we play and what we do too. So um, it, it just, every stage brings its own new yeah. vibe and challenges. Yeah. You never want to be a hundred percent comfortable in what you do, because then that means that something's wrong or you're just like, you need a shake up in, in the best way possible. Yeah. I truly, I believe that too. I'm like, I never want to feel comfortable in anything that I'm doing because yeah. it means that it's not what I'm supposed to be doing anymore, or it's not what yeah. I'm doing at that moment. So yeah, I agree. It's, yeah. There been a place that you have guys have just loved to perform at. It's been your favorite. We always say, so there's a venue back home um, called River Spirit. Um, and there's a, there's a casino and then there's the event, um, you know, venue and the people there are the nicest people. Like they, we got to open for Walker Hayes and Priscilla Block there. Cool. and just the coolest staff mm -hmm. um amazing venue on the river there in Tulsa um so I would say that as far as like hospitality but we did just get to perform um at Silver Dollar City in Branson where we mm -hmm. grew up as kids just going I mean handful of times each year yeah. and we got asked to play it there bluegrass and barbecue festival and that was that was just two weekends ago and that was just so much fun you know it was like our Disney world growing up so um I think that was really cool for the three of us to be able to stand up there and just you know we have pictures of our parents going there before they even had kids you know so it was just um it was cool it was a full circle moment for sure because we got to play at um the it's like the gazebo like right when you walk yeah. in and we've seen 
I mean, Ricky Skaggs played there and Allison Krauss, even like all kinds of people have been on that, like small stage that everybody has to go in and around. And so when they told us that we were playing that stage, it's not the biggest stage in the, in the park, but it's like a very meaningful stage Mm -hmm. because it's what greets the people as they come in. And so when they told us they were putting us on that stage, it was like, again, a little bit of pressure for me of just like, okay, we're their first impression of Silver Dollar City. And we're not bluegrass by any means at all. People are coming (laughs) to the bluegrass festival. And we told them, we're like, you know, we're not bluegrass, right? (laughs) We're like country. And they're like, yeah, we want you guys. It'll be great. So that was like a cool, just, we say like God wink moment that like, it may not mean a lot to a lot of people, but God knows to us it did. And so he put us on that stage and we got to perform and it was an absolute blast. It was cool. Yeah. I got to see um, someone who I had on here very early on in a friend of yours, Nicole Bernard. I got to see her. I watched her vlog of her being there with you guys. So I was like, it was so cool to be able to, I always love to see the vlogs of you guys all together. Um, yeah. But now that you say it, I was like, yep, I watched that just a couple weekends ago. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. awesome. We're yeah. actually in her house right now. <laughs> <We're, this>. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and her husband and kids are staying at Nicole's house so they're in town. So cool. we are very good friends. And We've been <laughs> sleeping very comfortably and eating really well. because yeah. She, she, she makes awesome. some good yeah. food. Oh, she does. She does. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I have, I know absolutely nothing about the music writing process yeah. what like where do you get your inspiration from I know Hannah yours is very different like we had talked about compared mm-hmm. to you two but like how do you come together all three of you and kind of write sit down and write a song and how do all the pieces come together I think um everything is very different I, like once now we've been in the professional writing world now for like two years before writing was just right at your leisure we'd yeah. maybe come together and be like I think I wrote a song and you like share it so I was like that's cool um now that we do this like full time it, it's it's a lot of like reps too of just like writing writing songs for the genre essentially like you write it for yourself but like we turn songs in that may not be for us that might mm-hmm. be for somebody else yeah. but from my personal experiences it's hard for me to write something I'm not experienced so mm-hmm. um I write from a lot of like success and failure in relationships mm-hmm. and things I've experienced in life with family and things I've experienced with heartbreak and um loss and love and all that stuff is you're really only writing about like four subjects in life I mean it's truly love heartbreak family or just life Mm -hmm. and you're trying to every single time write in a different way (laughs) yeah like so because and there's thousands of us doing it in the city of just yeah how do we talk about love differently um and the only way that's going to be different is Cody bringing his story and Hannah bringing her story and mm-hmm. mine because mm-hmm. my story is different than yours but you'll probably relate to it if I'm mm-hmm. being honest right and so it's really about writing the most honest story that day of like what is the most authentic idea in the room and then 
everyone brings their authenticity to it as well. And then how do you make it different? (laughs) You know, like, it's like, you, like, you, you, like, I know Caleb's really good at writing the melody first. Like he'll, he'll have this, he's the musician. He's the one that plays the instrument in our band. Um, and he'll have like a melody down be like, I'm really feeling this. And that's kind of a neat thing about how we write, especially with him, that sometimes people come in with the lyrics first and then like, let's find a melody with this. Almost in every situation yeah. you have the yeah. melody first. Mm-hmm. So then Cody and I will come in or since I live in Oklahoma still, so I'll fly in or drive in for rights, but we've been able to collaborate with a lot of other amazing songwriters here in Nashville too. And so it's cool when they bring in a whole nut, we've never even met him. And then we're in this small four, mm. you know, four by four route. It's like, Oh, you had that idea. Okay. Now let's add this or let's do this or, you know, not to be rude. Like, Oh, I don't like that idea. You, you know, some people yeah. do that. And mm. it's just, it's, it's a really interesting at the, at the beginning for me, it was a nerve wracking process yeah. experience. Cause it was like, am I, am I actually going to be good at this? You know, how do I, how do I do this? So, yeah. yeah. And most of the time I like, like she said, I'll write, I'll I'll, I'll just be playing chords and I'll sing a melody and we'll all feel what the song is really trying to say. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. this, this is kind of sad, but it's a little hopeful too. So like, what is a story we can say that's like a heartthrob but a hopeful song too. And I can relate, we, we released a single not too long ago called Point of View. Yeah. And it actually was our first one that like got on the radio in Oklahoma and it was like crazy for us. And I, um, we were sitting in my living room. Yeah, and the song's about a guy and a girl not, not getting, not ending up together, but it's still being okay and him being like, it's okay now. Like, I see that you're married and I see that you have kids and I'm so happy for you, but you're kind of the one that got away, but I'm okay with it. Like, cause you're happy. Um, and so I was just playing that thing before we started actually really writing it. And it really just fell together. Like, it was like, mm-hmm. there's something about the city skyline that looks different now. And there's something about this. And, and we collaborated so well on that. And it's a, it's a song that feels happy, but like it's a heartbreak and it's hopeful. Like you can feel it all. Well, it's a play on words of, you know, we have a different point of view, what right. we're viewing, but also a different point of view. Like now that he's seeing her with somebody else, he has a different point of her, you. Yeah. yeah. That was a that was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Coming together and it being like, oh wow. But we wrote what we felt, like mm-hmm. what we heard mm-hmm. the melody feeling like. Mm-hmm. Like so I really trust melody when we're writing of like if something starts moving melodic wise like follow that it's so weird and magical when like you feel like you catch a song like Mm -hmm. like legitimately like you're playing and it's like you try to catch it like I don't know how else to explain I'm just like I can hear it in my head and I know where it's going like it's like chasing this little Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it I mean other songwriters know but it's like you'll freeze everything to see if you can catch this song and then make it forever a song it's crazy not to call out any of your songs at all is there one that is your like each of your favorites Mm. that we've released (laughs) yes that you've released (laughs) yeah we've got a lot 17 is probably my favorite we had 
we wrote one called 17 and um I met my husband when I was well we started dating the day before I turned 18 we knew each other before that but I was 17 and we talked about Quincy Street which that was neighborhood of the house that we all we all got brought home to Mm -hmm. there in Oklahoma um yeah that's probably my favorite I would say we have a song um it's a duet that Hannah and I do called Sweetest Regret I'd probably say that it's funny at the time we wrote it that was one of our first songs like five six years ago we wrote Mm. and after we wrote it actually then I was in a like a long relationship for a little bit and it was cool like that song Kayla Moore wrote but then once her and I had broken up it was kind of like oh like I kind of just went through that song like it's not that the relationship was bad you know I, I learned from it and grew and ended up just not having peace with it but it was like Oh, like, felt it. yeah, felt I was it like, I different. just lived out this, the duet yeah. I've been singing, um, like not, not necessarily that it was a regret, but I just think that the concept of Swedish regret is really cool. Cause I think a lot of people go through a relationship that doesn't, you know, relationships don't always have to end bad. And then when you're like, man, like that was my sweetest regret. Like it wasn't this huge dramatic thing, you know? So I like it for me. Um, maybe the maybe a meaningful like one was one on our ep called show myself to the door Mm. and it is probably one of the most honest Mm -hmm. songs i've written from just just like what i was feeling in a situation and i felt like i poured my heart out to somebody and they legit just didn't feel the same. And what I felt like was just showing myself to the door. Like <laughs> it literally didn't happen that way, but like you felt like you were in a room talking to somebody and they're like, sorry. And I'm like, like I'm okay, gonna head out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna go <laughs> ahead and I'll, I'll leave. Like it's no big deal. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I just wrote that like as okay. it. Yeah as it fell out of my head. You. like it just yeah. was what I was thinking what what hurt what mattered to me and so there's those that we have on there that like each of us has a little bit of a more of a personal tie to mm-hmm. yeah nice now not to spoil anything for this coming up year or what's coming out but is there something y'all are looking forward to for the rest of the year going into the summer later in 2022 we are going to be releasing a lot of music actually so this whole year and a half we've been writing tons of songs i mean just a lot like just every single week two or three times a week professionally writing songs and turning them in um and now we're getting to be picky and say we want we want these we want those and so um i think our next single is going to be coming out here in a couple months i don't remember if we've got a Mm -hmm. certain date but from that then six to eight weeks every six weeks is a new single just rapidly like we're just pushing them out so that'll be a lot of fun and we're going to be trying out a bunch of different like sounds and topics and all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. so we're just gonna put music out Mm -hmm. there and be like what do you you know uh like resonate with Um, so I'm very excited to get new music. We've already been in the studio. We have a lot of these already recorded and done, yeah. just waiting to release them. I'm 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 sure it's like a kid in a candy store. You're like, all right, let's go, let's go. We want to go yeah. really badly. 
Yeah. yeah. And yeah. luckily, like, it's just us that's like the the ultimate deciding factor of when those get to yeah. go. Thankfully, we're in the driver's seat right now with what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so it just takes a minute to strategize and figure out what and where and, and how to do the certain music because there is a method to the madness. Yeah. And so there's a lot of layers to it. A lot of layers, yeah, yeah to make sure. It, just people don't realize how much it involves to get one song to come to life. I, like I said, that's why I asked you guys. I have no idea. Like, the, yeah. like yeah. you see the music come out. We don't see all the work that y'all do. Yeah. To be able to yeah. get these songs out, even just one of them let alone mm-hmm. like an album album or anything like that so it's it's yeah. amazing to me what happens it's and it, it isn't just uh, we have people you know we have a sound you know not we but there's sound sound engineers there's a, a master yeah. there's producers yeah. there's you know just yeah it's like oh can can you just not push a button to push record and then you go it's like so, no yeah. there's, there's a lot so yeah. it it's cool to see it all come together. It makes you appreciate, like, like honestly, like the artists, the artists get to receive the glory mm-hmm. of the hard work of really? so many people. Like, I remember when I was like younger, thinking like, you know, the artists. I'm like, oh, I, that'd be fun to do that. And then like, when you get to this place, you're like, oh, it really is. But I couldn't do what we do mm-hmm. without engineers and producers oh, yeah. and co-writers mm-hmm. that, that are helping you. Like and publishers, help publish your songs. And, and they rarely yeah. get to stand yeah, up yeah. and accept that award. So it's wild. Like I, I, I believe we have it easy almost get to just put the music out and everyone clap for us when I'm like, there's an army behind us that makes yeah. stuff happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and what, and can I say what a better time for you guys to be writing music, like a year and a half of just absolute craziness with COVID. I'm sure there was a lot of um, downtime and well, a little bit of downtime. Hannah, I don't know about you with three kids, but (laughs) downtime where you guys could put a little, you know, effort into writing music with um, less distractions. Like I said, Hannah, don't know about you, but with less going on in the world so. it makes yeah. you definitely like write what matters and and the perspective our, yeah our move to nashville was very um was strategic but very like unorthodox like everyone was leaving we moved during the pandemic mm-hmm. like legitimately we felt god call us and do this and yeah. we had some incredible doors open that was just like un. it was just unfathomable and it was like this is a blaring green light that we have to jump into this. And so we moved during everyone leaving and everyone was passing. us. really, Hey, what's up? We're moving to town. (laughs) Um, And it just goes to say like that when, when God has called you to be somewhere and do something, no one can stop what God has set in motion. Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. when everyone's like, it's just a bad time. It's just not the right time. Like, are you sure? And I'm like, we're certainly it's the best like <laughs> it, the best time is god's it didn't time i mean it was easy for you guys no, at all no because yeah. we moved here when nashville still kind of shut down and mm-hmm. um but then kind of as things have got not really back to normal actually the world's crazy but like somewhat to a normal rhythm again um it's just people are so excited to write and tour again and stuff so uh it's cool to see the momentum pick back up my last question for you guys um, is just in general in life, outside of music, but just what inspires each of you? 
I would say my faith, because um, I know we've alluded several times to just the crazy times in our world, and but I feel like I focused on with, with my faith in Jesus Christ, there is still such good in this world. And so faith gives you hope. And I, we've gone through some really hard times in all of our lives. And, but if I didn't have my faith, I don't know what I would hold on to. And I have an amazing marriage. I love my husband. I have amazing kids, parents, you know, but it's those things and people will still let you down. And so my faith in Jesus has been my hope through, through crazy. I mean, we can all agree crazy times, yeah, times, but we get to still see the good in the world because of, of faith. And I, I hope and pray others can experience that too. Yeah. I know for me, I mean, it's, it's not a cop out. It's obviously our faith that we feel on purpose. Like we've said this, like we don't like, we did have a desire to do this thing like vocationally, but we felt compelled. Like we felt like we kind of have to, like, we felt like it was just almost a need. Like, it's like, guys, we got to do this. Like, it's something that God is calling us. Mm-hmm. But for me, what inspires music to continue to come out is hoping that a song will change somebody. Yeah. Um, and I've had, whether it's one or two or five or 10 people reach out because of a certain song and be like, that's my story. And this helped me get through whatever I'm like Mm -hmm. it's worth it and the amount of people we've got to just impact at the level we are now I can't imagine when we start reaching more and more people the power of a song my life has been changed by certain Mm -hmm. songs like you hear a song you're like Mm -hmm. that's me Mm -hmm. and like that person understands me Mm -hmm. and there's hope Mm -hmm. you know whatever and so I hope that the music we put out gets somebody out of a rut or like helps them be re-inspired to do what they're called to do so like Mm -hmm. what gets me going is like our music has to affect other people for it to for it to be impactful Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. uh knowing what we can do on the other side of these songs and help people is what like keeps me going to i'm like they're it's all for the one Mm -hmm. like if one person Mm -hmm. says that saved my marriage or that helped me not commit suicide or that helped me whatever like that's my worth it for sure power of music the power of music yeah yeah i mean just reiterate what they said and just knowing yeah music is so healing and it doesn't have to be you know a a blasting worship song as powerful as those are um i think we realize the music that we write and do might pull in people that might not walk into a church or necessarily claim faith and that might be how they get drawn in so uh, i just think we know how powerful it's been for us um and even being the ones that sing it like it helps us during our hard times Mm -hmm. like it's not Mm -hmm. and then we just realize it's helping others um you know at the same time Mm. i love it now i want to go turn on music and just wake the whole neighborhood up (laughs) yeah Yeah, for real (laughs) everyone be happy yeah yeah i'm gonna be happy the neighborhood will not be but it's all right Um, (laughs) it's friday eve it's okay um yeah it's it's perfect it's why not end the week that way right Um, exactly caleb hannah and cody i thank you guys so much for being here and for talking with us if you guys do not follow this incredible group all of their socials will be linked down below so you can go follow them and all their upcoming music um and if you are somewhere where they are performing please go check them out because they're awesome 
Um, and like I said, guys, I appreciate you being here after a crazy day. Um, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. thank you for having us. Yes, absolutely. And as always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all.